Hey girl, you ready for some much needed alone time? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome back to the Sincerely Shameless podcast, where the relentless, shameless, and bold thrive. And just one thing, remember, always tell yourself the truth. Hey ladies, hey fellas, welcome back to the Sincerely Shameless podcast. I am your host, Sarah J, and the USA's favorite sister there is, um, or at least in my mind. Um, I want to say welcome back, and I'm super excited because um, in the previous week, um, I missed a podcast, and so I kind of did a double up, so I released one on Wednesday titled Do What You Know, and then this one I'm releasing Saturday, which normally I try to release every Saturday for the span of the eight weeks. So if you haven't gotten a chance to catch up on Do What You Know, do that, um, because they try. I try to build the podcast upon one another. Basically, Do What You Know was about um, searching for your passions, understanding what's a passion versus what is not, you know, it's the difference between doing what you know how to do and doing what you love to do and do what you know to do until you can get to what you need to do. So, yeah. Um, But to get this podcast kicked off and started, I think the word for, not I think, I know, but I know the word for this week is competition. Um, it is very common in this day and age in our society to feel the need to compete, you know, and I want to open off with your, your best competition is your yesterday. Um, you do, you're not in competition with anyone else. And I think when we have a better understanding of that, when we can grasp that, I think it kind of helps, um, the world be a better place if it can. So, um, of course, y'all know I have a story and then we'll roll right into it. So, um, throughout the week, I ended up hanging out with a, um, a guy friend of mine and he had his, um, love interest there. And, um, we were just talking and laughing and having a good time. And, um, we stumbled on a couple of conversations where, you know, I was like, well, yeah, I can assist you with that. Or, you know, I'm familiar with that. And she was like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. So this particular moment brought me back to a time when um, I was younger and I had, you know, rejection issues, abandonment issues, low self-esteem, anything on the negative side, you name it, I probably had it. Um, And, you know, the only thing I wanted to do was to be a whole woman. You know, I've always wanted to be an independent woman. I wanted to be whole. I wanted to be able to love people from a place that love was really um, genuine. I I didn't like the idea of frenemies. I didn't like the idea of con. I didn't like the idea or concept of haters. I just wanted to love and and live. You know, so I remember meeting a young lady whom um, it was a guy sister that I was dating, the guy's sister. I was dating the guy and it was his sister. So I ended up meeting her and I looked at her and I was like, wow, this chick literally is the epitome of what I would aspire to be and become in my later years. Right now I'm young, I'm dumb, and I'm full of 
inspiration. <laughs> and um, y'all know the saying, but I'm not going to do that. But, um, and, you know, I wanted to be around that person. And I remember saying, you know, um, you know, I got all this competition, you know, all this competition. And she simply told me, like, you can't compete where you don't compare. And I remember hearing that and I was like, whoa, hold on, pause. Are you saying I can't compete because we're not doing the same thing? And it was more like, no, you can't compete because y'all are on two different levels. You can't run a race with a person that's a sprinter and you're a jogger and think you're going to compete. This person has longevity where you have speed. So you really, the race is already kind of rigged, you know? So I had to learn that for myself to, you know, you can't compete where you don't compare. And that is why I said our best competition is our yesterday. Can you do something better than what you did yesterday? Can you do something quicker than you did yesterday? Can you do something that you said you was going to do yesterday and you didn't get to it? Can you complete it today? Competing with those around you is an automatic setup for disappointment, frustration, and ultimately failure because you only get a glimpse of what you see them doing and you don't get to see everything else. You don't see what they've been through. You don't see what they're going through. You don't know if they have a team of people that's helping them. And so you ultimately can say, I'm not doing good enough because at this stage and age of my life, I should be doing this. But I think the healthy and fun part about not competing where you don't compare is that half of the time our competition or our assumed competition is actually there to propel us. So to fast forward back to the previous story about the young lady whom I met with my guy best friend, um, while we're communicating and we're talking, you know, it could have easily been assumed that, hey, this woman is my competition. She's known this guy that I'm interested in for so long and she's older and she has her stuff together and she's doing this and she's doing that. And I greeted her with, well, hey, you're still young. Let me go ahead and assist you in those things. So I just want to encourage you ladies, fellas, if you're listening, your competition is your yesterday. Your other competition is your tomorrow. It is not your brother or your sister. In fact, if you know something, go ahead and pour that to the other generation, the generation beside you, the generation behind you, the upcoming generation, because we need each other to push the agenda forward. And so when I got that revelation full circle of you can't compete where you don't compare, it makes it that much easier to humble myself to those who have done things and and traveled in spaces and areas and in the business sector and the entrepreneurship sector to humble myself and learn. And on the flip side, it's made me bold in things that I am confident about. And that's either in dating, relationship, career, business, entrepreneurship for those who are coming up. And I see like, hey, they're trying to start this. Let me go and help them because we're only as good as our circle. So that is my word of the week, competition. Thank you.
really unique story that I want to share with you guys. And um, I hope it blesses you as much as the revelation blessed me about two years later. So I remember a time when I was 28. I was 28. I had a house at the time. Um, it was off of, it was in, out in Lawrenceville. And I, I had this dying internal need to prove that I was this stable girl. You know, growing up in a household where moving was constantly a thing, you know, going to diff 32 different schools, going to three different colleges. I was never in one place at one time. I never really had to reap the consequences of any behaviors, I, you know, um, that I had because we were never there long enough. Although I do believe I reaped them in other aspects. So um, when I got my first corporate job, the first thing I thought was buy a house. They say buy a house. They Well, they say go to high school, graduate. They say go to college, graduate. They say get a career, stay there for 40 years, buy a house, get a man, white pickets fence, two car garage and 1.5 kids. That's what I heard. I heard 1.5. I know some of y'all heard 2.5, but I heard 1.5 and then get a dog. So I fell victim to what they said. So I was on my journey of they. I'm like, all right, perfect. You know, just graduated yet. Took me seven years, but it's cool because they never said a timeline. They just said graduate. So I graduate. I get my first corporate job and I buy a house and I'm extremely excited about this house things are going well. I'm happy. And I'm traveling for my job as a corporate trainer. And um, as time goes on, you know, I'm doing work coming up on my two-year anniversary. I get laid off. Something about the two-year mark and about braces. I get laid off and I'm in this huge house by myself because the other portion, the, the part that they, they didn't tell me was that the man was supposed to come find me. <laughs> so I had no man. <laughs> So I'm in this house by myself. So I'm laid off, single, no fence because that was against HOA and no 1.5, no dog, no SUV, just a Volkswagen. So I'm there. I'm like, okay, cool. So get laid off. I'm like, all right, so what we're going to do? I'm going to find another job. Month one, month one goes by. Don't find a job. Month two goes by. Still don't have a job. Month three. So forth and so on. Month nine. I'm like, all right, they never told me this was going to happen. <laughs> so where are they at? Because we need to have a chat. We need to have a they meeting, right? So um, I ended up getting another job, and it wasn't necessarily the job that I desired, but it was ends meets. Now, I don't know which end it met because I was still very much so struggling, but somewhere along the lines, something was getting paid, okay? Cell phone was getting paid. Car insurance was getting paid. So right around this time, my birthday is coming up and my father lives in Ohio. My, my mother lives here in Atlanta. My sisters live here in Atlanta. And I'm like, okay, excellent. Um, I had saw all this stuff on social media about people bringing their family to their birthday and then having, you know, the girls there and just being this big party. So I'm like, man, you know, they in the comments is like, this is awesome. This is amazing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to do something like that, you know. So I only had a couple of dollars in the bank account. So I called my dad and I'm like, hey, dad, it's my 28th birthday. I want you to come to a party. 
He's like, okay, how much you got on the ticket? I was like, don't worry. I got the ticket. I'm flying you out because they say I'm supposed to fly my daddy out while unemployed. So I fly, well, employed, but not gainfully. So I fly daddy out. I tell mom to come on, get your stuff together, get your little prom dress or whatever, sis. And her husband gets his little, you know, tux or whatever. I tell my sisters, like, sis, it's going down. We're doing a ride around the city on a, um, in a, in a charter bus. Uh, there's a pole in there. It's going to be crazy. I'm buying, buying bottles. This is down the third, the whole nine. I invite some girlfriends of mine. So the, at this time in the season of my life, I had really, really dove deep in my relationship with God. So I had a bunch of worldly friends who whom I loved. Okay. I'm like, hey, turn it up. Let's do it. We live in. Boom. Then I had a ton of very churchgoers whom I love. But it was, did you pray today? And how many hours? And um did you did you fast yet? And no cussing and no twerking. And and I'm like, y'all, sis, you're stuffy because I'm a twerk and I'm twerking for the Lord. Okay. And we're just gonna move forward. Okay. Um, so me being who I am, I'm trying to combine the two. So that's the stage that I'm at. So I have my family coming in, got my sisters coming in, I got my worldly and I got my my wordly, got my group. So I had convinced um, my property manager to allow me to throw this event at the clubhouse. Beautiful place in the city, super gorgeous. I get my little sister to cook food. She's like, all right, bet, I'm going to do it. You know, my dad's there, my mom's there. They're setting everything up, decorating. We go ride around the city. I pay for a photo shoot, come back, and we're having a party. This is where things started to crumble, people. My little sister's like, all right, sis, I'm going to play the music. I was going for a jazz affair, okay? Sis loves jazz. Little Blue Cold Train, you know, I'm still Miles Davis, a little, you know, um, what's our guy's name that everybody get from Slack? Don't worry about it. Um, so I'm like, okay, perfect. So my little sister plays Don't, don't Drop That Thunthin' On or Throw It In The Circle, some little song. And so half the part of hey, the other half is like, um, excuse me, did you pray? <laughs> I'm like, um, Erica, you put it on jazz, we can have an equal balance. So at this moment, I'm frustrated because I look at the present table and the present table is empty. And I am confused as to why the present table is empty when this entire event is free, right? So I spend all this money. The party is, is decent in my opinion. Um, I don't get to eat because all the food is gone by the time that I finish taking pictures, making my way around the room. And then I have to clean up. I remember going home very, very distraught and very, very, very angry. I was ticked off. Why, right? Prior to me planning this, I remember speaking to a bunch of they which were homegirls, you know, homeboys, um, you know, people in passing who was giving me all these ideas about what I could do. Even some of the invitees were like, hey, well, why don't you do it this way? Do it that way. And the party became so much about them and less about me that I just footed the bill for their fun. So the moral of the story is who do you do it for? 
Who are you doing everything in your life when you get dressed? Who are you doing it for? A picture for the grand? You know, to become the hottest chick in Fashion Nova's finest fits? Are you doing it for your assumed or perceived haters? Are you, who are you doing it for? I can say that was the last party. And I have plenty of those stories, guys. But that was the last party that I considered feedback and insight from anybody on. Because at the time, I was making $13 an hour part-time, and I spent all this money, and I did not even have fun at my own party. And I decided right then and there, people-pleasing was a terrible way to live your life, and that money is far more valuable when you put it towards your pure emotion versus what others think could make you happy. So everyone thought the party was a hit, but me. To this day, I have girlfriends who are like, you remember when you threw the party up at the, you know, at the complex in Atlanta? That was so amazing. I was like, yeah, because I considered you over myself. So of course it was. But for me, it was not. So I just want to encourage you in everything that you do, ask yourself, why do you do it? What's your why? What's your reason? If it is not for you, if you cannot do it without doing it, without nothing in return, then you probably don't need to do it. Because trust me, you will be miserable. (laughs) Ticked off for sure. And unhappy with the result. So needless to say, for my 29th birthday, I um I end up traveling to Florida and I wanted my best friend to go, but she said she couldn't make it. I didn't change my plans because you know what? I wanted to travel more than I wanted companionship. And um, I had to let her know that. And that was a hard reality, but that was my reality. And you guys, we gotta be okay and totally shameless about our truths. The best person to tell the truth to is yourself. Know your why and everything else will make sense. Hey, so this next little section is new, but I definitely want to start it from today forth. I want to start giving out shout outs to amazing women, ladies, in entrepreneurship, spirituality, finance, business, motherhood, whatsoever have you who were just doing it. You know, they're being shameless, they're crushing it, and they making their money. So this week's shout out goes to Naya Cosmetics on Instagram, and that's at N-I-Y-A Cosmetics on Instagram. And you guys, she just happens to be 11 years old and she's my niece. Okay. So, you know, she's killing the game. So if lip gloss isn't your thing, thing, don't worry about it. Just go ahead and donate to the cause because we definitely love to support black businesses. And if lip gloss is your thing, or if it's your daughter's thing or your niece's thing or your cousin's thing, then you know where to shop. And listen, 
We love it, right? So if you have a submission, let me know. Slide in my DMs, hit me in my um, email and or comment on the blog because I would love to shout you out. All right, ladies, love you. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's Sincerely Shameless podcast, where the relentless, shameless, and bold thrive. If you would like to enter for a submission for the Woman of the Week, please be sure to visit www.theshamelessbrand.com and click under Sincerely Shameless section and enter yourself, or you can leave a comment. We'll do the research on our end. I really hope to see you next week. And oh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram. I want to connect. I can be found at I underscore am underscore written. And on Twitter, she is so shameless. Two O's in the so. See you guys next week.